Hey, thanks for joining us. It's time to start thinking about your taxes. I know that it's tough to do that, but you got to. Liberty Tax Service has professionals throughout their more than 4,000 offices nationwide that provide you with excellent service and the most accurate returns in the industry. So it's not too late. Don't wait and don't wait until it's too late. Give them a call at 866-871-1040. I can't remember that. You should be able to forget that or check them out at libertytax.com. Get your taxes done. And so today you're speaking about things that you need to pay attention to. I'm going to be talking to a great company, a leader, uh, Omar Tawakal, who's chief executive officer of Voicera. Now, this is a great company. They are providing an electronic virtual assistant who's listening in on your meetings. And we're going to be talking about this. this is so cool. This guy's done it before. He's been the CEO of Blue Kai. He's built the largest consumer data marketplace their company was acquired by Oracle back in 2014, and he served as their SVP and GM. And I'm telling you, to do that, to be in that kind of company, he's done a great job. He's from Stanford, you can see from the discussion, smart guy, talented guy, and they have a tiger by the tail. So I want to welcome Omar right here to All Business with Jeffrey Hayes. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Hey, so first I want to talk a little bit about what this is. I'm going to explain it. Omar, you see if I do this right, because I have been using the service and I'm loving it. It's basically a virtual assistant who records all the notes for me, transcribes them for me if I want them to be transcribed, but also feeds back the key action items for me and will give me a recording back. And I can have it open while I'm listening in on the conversation, while I'm having a meeting with someone. At least this is what it is now. I know there's more coming and I want to get to those things, but that's basically the service. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah, good. And I'm loving it. I got to tell you, uh, I actually, I call her Eva, uh, which is, it stands for electronic virtual assistant, which is what you guys call it. And I actually have her as a contact and I invite Eva to the, to the meetings, which is awesome. Uh, is that what you anticipated people would do? Yeah, that's, uh, we, we just want to make it easier for you to walk out of a meeting with something. Uh, so you don't have to go back and have Groundhog Day and repeat the meeting. <laughs> which is always the case. So where did you come up with the idea for this. You know, it, meetings, they're a mess and they're so prevalent. Let's just say they suck. Here's what I recommend. Go to Google and type meetings are and watch it autocomplete. It's going <laughs> to come back with meetings suck. They're toxic. Yeah. They're yeah. a waste of time and they're where ideas go to die. And we've just accepted this sorry state of how meetings are. We spend time in them and, and not only do we spend a lot of time, we kind of go from meeting to meeting. And by the time you try to do the follow-up, you've, you've forgotten, your memory's not accurate, and you find yourself having to kind of just miss out. And this impacts business in a, in a pretty pretty big way. Now, there's a ton, yeah. ton of companies out there that work on what I call the infrastructure of meetings. You know, they provide audio, video. Think of like WebEx and Skype. Or Zoom. Zoom. I love Zoom. I've heard Eric Yan on here and, you know, Eric Juan. And Zoom. I love Zoom. But it doesn't give me everything I want. 
Yeah, yeah, th- those guys are great. And so what we wanted to do is provide a layer that isn't the infrastructure that's on top of it that's about making meetings actionable. Uh, and, and we see this evolving in, in uh, a whole bunch of ways we'll talk about later. But this is really similar to the experience I had starting a company called Blue Kai. You know, back in 2008, we wanted to improve advertising, but we didn't want to compete with the 300 ad companies that were out there because we didn't see ourselves becoming number one. Instead, we rode on top of it and we provided data to the whole ecosystem of advertising. Same concept here. You know, don't go in and recreate the wheel in terms of web conferencing. There are a lot of great companies out there, but make all of them a lot smarter by having, you know, an in-meeting AI that can, can that can drive follow-up and action and, and really push information to into other systems that you work with at work. So let's talk about giving a better example of what you do rather than what I do. I mean, you've, there's got to be some other pieces to it that I'm not aware of or that you could at least explain better. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, so you're um, a customer-facing person and you go to a meeting and you want to be able to focus and, and on the customer and have presence rather than having your laptop open or a notebook open and taking notes. And today... If you're really trying to focus on the customer, you might not capture the right notes. If you're trying to take a lot of notes, you're not focusing on the customer, and either of those is problematic. And so what we did is we designed Eva so that Eva would look at your calendar, figure out, join the meeting seamlessly, capture the recording, but really focus on the action items and decisions so that you'd leave that meeting and have an accurate capture of what was happening. And then you can push into Salesforce, push, push it into email and Slack. So that's kind of the first level. The second one is there's a whole bunch of people that were on your team that couldn't be at that meeting. You just can't have your entire A team in every meeting. And and you really need to share information from them. So you're not going to give them a recording and expect them to go through, you know, hours of your past few meetings. What you want to do is say, hey, product, look at the customer asking for this particular feature and three other customers ask for it. Hey, finance team, this is what they want in their terms uh, and uh, in their payment structure. Hey, legal team, this is what they want in limit of liability. And you can bring in your A team with you, and all they have to do is capture the 30 seconds that matter. And you really get a lot of motion and productivity uh, out of that meeting without you having to slow down in the meeting. Or even listen to the items that led up to that action item. Right. So you can go back and let's say I take that action item, but I can send you the the audio recording and say you might want to listen to the five minutes before that just if you want that deep background. But you don't have to. Exactly. Giving them that optionality is uh, is amazing and the context. And and it just opens up this world that we kind of call the voice of the customer, which is people spend all this money doing surveys. But if you think about it, your team is out talking to the customer sales and customer service and product and executives all the time. What if you could actually capture that and constantly, you know, learn and be responsive to what the customers are asking for? And it's that simple. I got to tell you, folks, I've used it. It's really, truly that simple. I, in fact, when I first, I was talking to your chief marketing officer and, and when I first was saying, well, look, it'd be really nice if you guys probably had some, uh, you know, some audio visuals that I could like learn how to do what I need to do. And he goes, Jeff, all you have to do is say, Hey, Eva. Um, (laughs) And I hadn't done that yet. So I look, I look pretty stupid, but, but that's all you have to do in the middle of the meeting, you go, Hey, Eva. And then she, she knows to record or keep track of that one piece for the, for the action items. So those are, yeah, Yeah, go ahead. If I could riff off that, there's 
different ways to basically activate. One of them is that it's actually it's okay, Eva. So you say that, yeah. and then from then on, uh, Eva's listening to what's the intent of what you said. Was that a decision or was it an action or a note? Uh, and then we'll just uh, transcribe it and send it to you and put it in your highlight reel. But if you didn't want to use those words, you could just tap uh, on a button on the screen and you know silently it will capture it. It will go. Uh, you can go backwards in time. Someone just said something really interesting. You want to capture it or you can go forwards in time. And we're working on some capabilities over the next few weeks where if you forget to say it and if you forget to tap, if we hear words that sound like action or decisions, we'll just capture it for you. Well, it, it gives you a cloud word too. I mean, it tells you about the key things you were talking about in the meeting. So that's the other kind of cool thing. I think it. That's it right. Back, it gives you. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fascinating. And I want to get in more about the AI because, and then I really truly want to get back a little bit more about, okay, I got the meeting suck and you found that to be, you know, part of what you wanted to do is change the way that people do meetings. But I want to know where that, where that, where that came from, you know, besides you were in the advertising business and besides you just want to make money, I kind of want to cover that. So I want to know that, but let me take a break. Cause I got to talk a break. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, Voicera. We're talking about Eva electronic virtual assistants, but I need to talk about something that's real, real tangible as well and touchable. And that's about in Cause I got to tell you, I'm loving my most stylish all business sponsor. Not that uh, Voicera, you know, talking to you guys, Omar, that no, you're not, you're styling. I think you're styling in a different way, but I'm talking about in And these guys specialize in custom tailored menswear for the modern gentleman. In fact, uh, next month I'm putting together a little showroom thing. If you want to come and have some scotch, you want to join me in the showroom, we're going to be doing that because they use your measurements. They're saved online profile and make reordering a breeze. And each order is covered by the perfect fit guarantee because they'll take care of everything if it's not right. But it usually is right. I just got through ordering some stuff and everything was perfect. Came to me. I just ordered some uh, like six new shirts and just everything down to the the stitching, the buttons, uh, the tabs on the collars. Everything was perfect. Um, So I just love it. So you can get custom tailored suits starting at $4.99 and shirts at $89. Now, mine run me a little bit more because I add a little bit more, like embroidery on the sleeve and a couple of other things. And I typically like a little bit nicer of the of the uh, the fabric. So it just depends on what you want. So visit InStitchU, I-N-S-T-I-C-H-U dot com. And don't forget to use a promo code, which is called 544C-Suite. Receive five shirts for the price of four. So you'll start looking better today. So get that done. So Omar, do you wear custom-made shirts and suits? I really should, actually. Yeah, you should check them out, man. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll give you a coupon. We'll get you a coupon. I'd love you know, that. Sounds yeah, awesome. I, I, now, no, I wonder what Eva wears. Eva, <laughs> Eva doesn't wear anything, right? I mean, because she's, she's AI. So tell me, let's talk about the AI side of this thing, because that's really what we're – that's what Eva is, right? That's right. Look, I, I went to graduate school uh, a while back, uh, did a computer science, and I focused on AI. And back then, it wasn't all the rage. It wasn't like uh, uh, the area where the jobs were. And and so I went out and built a company. And it was so psyched uh, when I came to start Voicera that the time was right to be able to apply AI to productivity at work. A lot of people had seen AI and, and, and how it impacts, you know, home with things like, you know, Alexa and OK Google, but we really wanted to focus it on work because we thought that in the workplace, voice would be the computing platform of, of, of the future. And it would invert the way you think about computers. For the last few decades, it's all been about how do I learn the damn interface of this particular piece of software in, you know, at work or at home. And voice allows us to flip the model and say, why don't we let the AI learn about you? 
rather than you doing the heavy, heavy lifting. That's kind of a unique thing, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's just, it's going to, it's going to really change a lot. And it's very different between work and, and the kind of the consumer applications you've seen, you know, at work, you have privacy considerations and security considerations and integration into your workflow and the language that's specific to work. And the fact that in a meeting, it's a social context with other people. So you you don't want to be interrupted by, by an AI or a machine. Lots of really nice problems uh, that are solved specific to make voice and AI work at work. So it's kind of interesting because literally back in 1996, way back, I had a service called Wildfire, which was this uh, um, English voice that would track me down on my cell phone, depending on where I was at around the world, and then deliver the call to whatever phone that I was at. And I used to pay like $5,000 a month for this service. Okay. Your pricing structure's a little bit different, okay, for this piece of software. And, and it blows my mind because it's, I, I, I just sit here and think about what we can get today as of what we used to pay for before. And that was bullshit stuff. And this is real tangible work tools. I mean, every member of my team right now is saying, why the hell didn't we have this seven years ago? <laughs> my, my thought exactly. You know, it's, 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 uh, the, the, the world has changed right now that uh, compute infrastructure is a lot easier. You have enough kind of uh, memory and fast machines that are cheap enough that you can run massive amounts of AI. So that's really what made this this generation uh, capable of doing what we needed to do. But, you know, we're not there yet. There's so many interesting advancements still ar- around the horizon to really make this stuff smart and accurate and fast and cheap. So how does Voicera fit into the overall landscape of AI and, and for voice, too? Yeah, so I'd like to think about what you see out there in terms of assistance in three different uh, categories. So um, the first one I'd say is information-centric voice. So that would be things like OK Google and Siri, where you're really asking them questions. You wanted to know the weather or how to get somewhere or something that really just resolves into a search query. And they've just done a fantastic job uh, of that. And they tend to be a bit more consumer-oriented uh, and they tend to be tied to your to your cell phone. Action-centric devices uh, also kind of took root at home. And the best example really is just Alexa. Uh, and so action-centric devices are just, you know, turn on the lights, play the song. Uh, and so and they tend to be tied to a particular thing like a microphone uh, or speaker. Uh, and, they've, and they've really taken root at home. Um, the third pillar is what we call conversation-centric, and it is really different. First of all, it's more focused on work. Uh, that's one. Two, it's not device-centric. You're not talking to your cell phone or to a speaker. You're talking to another person. So the whole idea of conversation-centric AI is to fit into that conversation, capture it, and be your aid, be your assistant, pull out the things that matter so you can push them into other systems and inform other people. And therefore, they have to not interrupt you. And they have to be smart and they have to be independent of which device you're on. Uh, and so, uh, and they're, they're more work than consumer. So um, that's the pillar that we're focused on. And you need all of them. Like Alexa does a great job. Okay, Google and Siri do a great job in information. Conversation-centric is just different and, uh, and, and, and very interesting. Well, and I think a unique piece of that, Omar, you're kind of laying, you're laying it out there, is it has to be layered on top. So it almost, it's almost like a, a really great assistant who's seen but not heard, right? And, and, and is there at all times so that when I turn 
for to look for a pen, you know, that person's there, so to speak. And I, I don't mean to make it that menial, but what I mean for is that that person's dependable, that service is dependable, and it's there. It's layered on top of everything I do, so it's it's natural. Yeah, that makes it. That's a great point. By the way, in our early days when we did an alpha test, uh, we gave a lot more voice to Eva. So uh, Eva would respond with a human voice. You'd say something, and and you know, uh, uh, Eva would jump in and say, "Got it," and and all those those kinds of things. But you know, as we saw people out in sales contexts having those conversations, they didn't always want that voice there. So we did exactly what you're saying. We kind of evolved the social model to be. You know, my defaults, I'm going to be silent and capture it. I'm going to show you in my UI what I'm doing. And if you really want to hear some noises, you can turn it on. But what we find is, is people want that, that aid that's different. Well, you, you actually said weeks a minute ago, not like months, but in the weeks. You're changing this all the time because I've actually noticed that change where she was more vocal earlier on and she's less vocal now. Like she, she, she when she comes onto the call, She'll say, hello, I'm here to do this. And then, then you don't hear it until the end. That, that, that's absolutely right. And you could even control that and tell her not to make that because you're going to announce on our behalf. So, you know, we've, this is part of why I love, you know, being into fast kind of growing companies is that you, you basically deliver value on a weekly basis, sometimes on a daily basis. And you can adapt. If we look at like the feedback we get from our customers, it's like a flowing river. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I had all these theories on what we had to build. And, you know, some of them were right, some of them were wrong. Just listening to the customers tell us, no, I want this feature, I want that. And it just pours in by the hour. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, it's kind of like skydiving. It's a, it's a, I'm an adrenaline, adrenaline junkie. <laughs> so, well, hopefully you got a parachute. That's good. Cool. <laughs> hey, you know, what, what, so did you find that process easier or harder? Um, the, the process of, yeah, of listening to the customers and getting the feedback. I mean, when you go out with this, you you and I both know that as starting a business, we think of this this one way and we throw it out there and we find out, holy crap, that didn't work. Uh, or, yeah, that was great. But over here, did you find that easier for you or harder for you? Yeah, the great question. When I first started as an entrepreneur a, a while back, I had this image that an entrepreneur is a sculptor. They have this huge piece of rock and they have this vision in their brain about how they want the sculpture to look and they just bring it out magically. And I think that's a really cool way to think about it, but it's not reality. I now think being a good entrepreneur is you're really a surfer. A surfer doesn't make the wave. Mm-hmm. They read the wave better than other people. They ride the wave better than other people. They're out there so much fine-tuning and getting better and better at becoming one with the wave that they stay ahead of everybody else and they can ride bigger and bigger waves. That's how I think you should approach customer customer feedback. Yeah, you, can't, you can't always just expect the customer to send you a letter saying two years from now I'm going to want the iPod and it needs to look like that. Right. It's not quite like that, but you do sense what's going on in the outside world and based on that respond to it very fast. So I think that's easier. Yeah, and just like your 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 own software does, uh, you got to listen. You got to listen. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let me take another quick break. Uh, get paid again. I love getting paid, you know, because this episode is brought to you by Right Networks. Right Networks, well, it's good to have these guys back. They've been with us a couple of different times, and I love these guys because they help businesses move their QuickBooks desktop to the cloud. 
So you can work from anywhere and enjoy the added security of keeping your financial files backed up in the cloud. Everything's going to the cloud. We're talking about the cloud right now. We're talking about AI. So these guys have over 100,000 users that trust right networks to cloud enable their QuickBooks desktop. So get cloud connected the right way. So to learn more, give right networks a call at 1-888-740-8851. And for a special 10% off discount, make sure you mention all business. Okay. That's 10%. Hey, that's not laughing. That's good money. So that offer ends May 1st, 2018. So if you're listening to this in 2019, ha, too late. You could have, you should have got it earlier. There you go. Right network. So, so go there. It's 888-740-8851. And if you don't get that, you call me, you email me, uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. I don't care. I'll get you the right number. So I, I think this is just, just fantastic. What What's on the horizon? There's got to be more things than what I'm seeing right now that you're coming out with. Yeah. So first is, you know, in the short run, we're making a transition this quarter to something I call uh, the transition from the lean forward to the lean back experience. So today you basically are interacting. And if you want to mark a moment, you say a command, uh, like you say, okay, Eva action item or something like that, Mm -hmm. or you tap on the screen and that particular portion gets captured where over the next few weeks, you're going to see this quite an important transition to where if you forget to tap, if you forget to say a command, you're going to walk out of the meeting, you're still going to get the full transcript. And then what we're going to do is we're going to automatically capture some moments for you uh, based on things that you said that belong in what we call the highlight reel. And then you'll get some analytics sent to you. So if you basically just forget to do anything, you don't invite her, you don't tap, you don't do this, but she had access to your calendar and you wanted her there, uh, Eva would show up, you'd get the transcript in full, you'd get the automatic highlights, and you'd get the email all without doing anything. So that's supporting the lean back experience for those times when you've, you you know you forgot to take some action. That's that's a, a pretty big big move. But you but you do have to invite her, right? You either invite her or in advance, you go into a setting and say, yes, she won't just show up randomly. Right. Having said that, you can go into the calendar and say, I want you in all meetings I organize that have a dial-in. Yeah. That way you don't have to remember. Yeah, so you can you can set the default, a default for everything. That's right, and then you can change the defaults and all that. So that's one thing that's coming down the horizon. I think the second one is we want to graduate over time to something I call the cliff notes, which is when it comes to summarizing meetings and sharing snippets with other people so they drive action, less is more. You really want to get to the heart of the matter, and we want to get to be better and better and better at that. The next one is the automatic connection of these important moments and outcomes into systems. Like today we push into Salesforce, but we want to push into a whole bunch of other systems automatically on your behalf. At least we'll, get you, we'll give you the option of making it automatically. And then as we push that information to systems, those systems become so much richer because there's so much information in conversations that they can build applications on top of that. So uh, that's, you know, a couple of the moves that are uh, that are coming down in terms of being able to have a lean back experience, being able to have a cliff notes, being able to push the information into other systems and have those other systems build applications based on the information that's pouring in from your meetings. Well, I like the idea of the integration to other things so I could take it, put the action into an action plan or a, a Gantt chart or something. I don't know what that would be. Uh, you, you you mentioned Slack. There's also Wrinkle and a bunch of other companies that do the similar things. What, what you know, one of the you know, I got to tell you, a learning I've got is the when I get the I always go look at the cloud words um, that you send. 
and uh, Eva Eva puts out to me. So I, I look at the cloud words and I find out that there's a lot of words that we're using that's a waste of time. It's bullshit. So <laughs> and and that's you know what I mean. Homer, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, like we we pontificate, we talk about all this stuff, and I'm looking at the action words, meaning the big words that should come as a result of the things that we did, not being the things that we should have been focused on. Yeah, and, yeah, that. Yeah, it's just it's like almost like word bingo, you know, meeting bingo that they, you know we all know about that. And I I just think that was a that was a key learning for me. Like, hey, let's start cutting the bullshit these meetings. Let's cut these meetings down and let's get right to the stuff. You know, was, I, I'm yeah. totally with you. Not not only that, I'd love to partner with SNL and create the um, the Scarmucci version of Eva that <laughs> that's in your meetings that say like you know cut the bullshit. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be good. Or the Sam Kennison. We should have Sam Kennison uh, who screams like a Pentecostal minister. Hey, you you mentioned Salesforce. I don't know what, what's the integration with Salesforce. Well, after meeting, you can just click on any action item and push it into Salesforce. It'll look at the calendar. It'll look at who you were talking to. And so it'll know which account to match in Salesforce. And then it'll create an event under the right date, and it'll put a to-do item under there so that you can, if you're running a sales team, you basically tell your team, look, there's no excuse for you to ever walk into a Monday meeting without having updated Salesforce. Because if you just take Eva there, you can with one click push it in. Okay, I, now listen, my producer's listening right now. Mitchell, Mitchell, I'm going to chew your ear in. We should have invited Eva, Voicera, into this call right now because that, I could have said, okay, Eva, add that as an action item right exactly. now. That's, we should have done that. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. how cool. I, that's a cool thing. Now, let me ask you, on, we, we've been talking about this on, a, on the business side, right? And I know, you know, I love, I'm like an early adopter of everything. I adopt everything. I'm, I'm a millennial in a, in a baby boomer's body. And, and so I'm an early adopter of technology and things I like. So I was like literally one of the first people that used Alexa um, because uh, Amazon sent them to me early and so forth. But I, I would I would have signed up and I signed them. I got them in every damn room in my house. And so do you see this on the personal side? You know, it's definitely usable in the personal side, and I do expect people to use it the way. It's just not our focus. Yeah. Um, when you're a startup, you have to ask yourself, what can I do and have a chance at being the best in the world at? And there's a white space. Nobody owns voice in the enterprise. Nobody's figured out how to integrate it into the workflow, and nobody's been laser-focused on something like meetings. We're here to do that. If I then came and told you I'm going to revolution revolutionize also – voice in the home the first thing you're going to answer me at you're going to answer is you're going to say amazon google yeah and and you know apple and all these things and you're going to say how much funding do you have to do that that's why we're focused we think it's a huge opportunity and we see it as very different than the dynamics of what you would do in the in the household anyway so although people could use us in that way it's just not the heart of our focus yeah, I, I I think that's spot on to be able to do the focus side of it. Have you have you been surprised there's not been a lot of players in this marketplace? I mean, there are players. Let's get let's be clear. But yeah, no, but, there are. It's kind of like the early days of search where mm -hmm. there were a bunch of search engines. I remember when Google got funded, some people looked at me and they were like, "What idiot would fund another search company?" Right back then, because there were so many. It doesn't matter whether there's one or ten. It has to like permeate how we work. And right now, I would say that 99.9% .9 of all conversations at work don't have 
Voicera or any other competitor. So really the issue is who's going to make it damn easy, super useful, and ubiquitous. Uh, and, and that company is going to win. So, um, so we're focused on the 99.9% of users who've never tried this stuff and less on whether you know, it's Voicera or some you know, small competitor. Um, it, it's really about pleasing the, the, the users. What, what, do you, what is your biggest opportunity in front of you right now? Oh, there's so much going on right now in terms of just getting this in the hands of new people so they can try it. What we found is that when people are able to use it in one meeting, our conversion rate to get them to use it in more is, is pretty good. It's still, you know, obviously we're going to work on improving that, but it's pretty good. We just need to get it in more people's hands. We need to make it uh, as easy and possible to explain uh, and, uh, and we're just, I mean, we're seeing really rapid growth right now. So really we just have to keep up with it. We're also working on integrating with more and more players so that you can be in some other person's software and all of a sudden you'd see kind of voice era show up on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, um, there, there's a lot of opportunity in that. You, what's the, and so is your biggest opportunity also your biggest challenge then quite frankly? Yeah, that's that's the whole thing about focus is you, you choose the two or three integrations we have to do first and, and just do that. The other one is like different type of uh, work situations. So we've seen definitely customer focused people use Eva a lot, but also people who just have any Monday morning a staff meeting, like great usage there with people seeing people use it in interviewing new employees. So you can share a snippet to the next person's going to talk to them. Some really interesting use cases are, are, are uh, popping up. Yeah, it would it'd be interesting to take a look at the, the how it's being used, the, the frequency it's being used, you know, just as a user myself, because I'd like to know how I stack up. I mean, there's a product that's out there. It's called SaneBox. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or use it, but it, it allows me to tag emails for follow up like one day, 10 minutes, two weeks. Oh, OK, weeks. cool. Yeah. And then if I don't, if, if if they write me back, then it I don't it doesn't pop back up in there. But otherwise, it pops back in my inbox to let me know, hey, I got to, you know, Omar didn't follow up with me. So what? And but what's interesting is every Sunday I get a list of all my friends that use the product. So like uh, Robert uh, 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 Kawasaki and uh, uh, let's see who else, uh, like you know, a couple of other friends. And every it, it ranks us on who's doing better than the other friend. And so every Sunday morning, Scott Jordan, who owns Scotty Vest, uh, is a buddy of mine. And uh, he always, every morning on Sunday morning, he either says, ah, I beat you, or he's behind and he, and he cusses me out. So uh, it's kind of fun to, it's, but it is kind of neat to see that. I, how many hours did I save and so forth? So that, that, you know, for what it's worth, that'd be kind of a cool thing to have. I love that. You just gave me, uh, you gave, gave me a great idea. Uh, and if Eva was here, I would have uh, captured them, followed up on it. I mean, yeah. I think gamification in general is a really good idea. Cool. And it, it fits in here. And the things I would ga- gamify at the end of the day, for you to have a great meeting, you want people who have presence. They're, they're, they're not scribbling 10 different things. They're not looking at their keyboard to take notes and then answering you know, notifications from Facebook. They have presence. They're focusing. So if we can help people do that, if we can help people prioritize and focus on what's matter, we can help them have a bias for action and capture action items and follow up quick and be prepared when they go to the meetings, man, we would just have a huge impact. So if we can maybe gamify that and let you know who else is having these kind of good behaviors in meetings, that could be interesting. So thanks for the uh, product tip. Uh, I'll be glad to send you over the screenshot. So see how I'm beating Scott and, <laughs> and, and, and Kawasaki. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I, I tell you good luck, but I don't think you need it. I really don't. I, really don't. I, I think you guys are onto something big. I, I loved it since I saw the product to begin with. 
And I actually reached out to your team saying, this is, this is damn good. We got to do something with this. And it's just been, I've been more than pleased with it. It's so easy to use. And, and I'm not saying that because uh, I'm using it. I'm saying that because I really like it. I really, truly like it. We're, we're honored to have you in our uh, customer base and we, we hope to continue to keep your confidence. Well, well, we'll make it happen. Well, you heard it first here, right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. Hey, that was a great, great interview. I, I'm telling you, you got to sign up for this product and uh, I'll get you some details if you want to do it through uh, the C-Suite Network because big stuff and it's going to be great. So I also want to talk about another service that I'm really hot on. And if you listened to me before, uh, we talk about how much we invest in our business. How about investing in you? The most important thing you have is investing in the most important va- valuable asset you have. That's you, ourselves. I really suggest that any of my fellow C-Suiteers Go to Elytra Health. We're talking about a spot-like atmosphere where I go and get tested by doctors. They run every test, bone density, CAT scans, pulmonary, blood work, everything gets done in the day that I'm there. And at the end of the day, I sit down with the doctor for a couple of hours. We go through everything, talk about what platelets that I might have built up in my arteries. It talks about the potential for diabetes, the potential for heart disease, potential for liver, everything. You want to find this is peace of mind, and I have never had this kind of executive service in my life, and it is worth it. Uh, I'm telling you, five star experience. I went with my wife, she went through it, I went through it, and it changed my life. And I know other people where they have literally saved their lives as a result of going to Elytra and going through an experience like this. So check out and visit Elytra, E L I T R A health.com, and schedule your appointment today. You've got to do this. The life you save may be your own, okay, or your spouse's. So executive service, awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, by the way, uh, since I'm thinking about it, talking about saving saving your bacon, let's talk about Right Networks. Don't forget about those guys. You know, they're back. I talked to you about moving your QuickBooks desktop to the cloud. Right Network helps all the businesses do that. So don't forget to check them out at 888-740-8851 and get a special 10% discount. Make sure you mention all business and that ends on May 1st. But so get in there before that. So at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned and I learned a lot today. I tell you, uh, on this, all of this voice, it's really cool. You remember when he talked about being a sculpture and being a surfer? Wow, that's really true about being an entrepreneur. You really are a surfer, and there's a lot of sharks out there. You're probably going to wipe out, but uh, to get on that wave and catch that wave, there's no other feeling like it, and I thought that was really cool. And the other thing I really learned was why do we accept the way things are rather than change them? and make it work for us in this way. So think about this. So many times we make software work the way you know we want to, or meaning we have to do it inside their user with the way they have us do it. And we do it this way, we do it this way, we do it this way, when really there's a better, there's a better way of doing it, better mousetrap. And that's what Boisera is doing. And I just think it's great. So I learned a lot today. Again, I just love this stuff. I'm having so much fun and I hope you are too. And if you're having fun, don't forget to tell people about All Business with Jeffrey Hazard right here on C-Suite Radio.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.